Welcome to Enemy Mind Stuff with Anne. Kind of noises and like purrs. And Adam. Just getting tied up by some fucking redneck. Drink when you hear the COVID coughs. We're back. We're back. I'm not dead. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> Yay. I, I felt like death for a while there. Uh-huh. Fucking COVID. Oh, I'm so sorry, man. That shit really sucked. I mean, two vaccines, like, booster, you yeah. know, never had any reactions or anything. And there was a sort of conventional wisdom or whatever that, yeah. oh, if you didn't have any reaction to the shot, then, like, COVID was, like, never going to fuck you up. Okay, cool, great. Wow. Nah, man, COVID fucked me up. I've never heard that. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, I'm still coughing. Um, mm-hmm. It's been about a week since I had symptom symptoms. Mm-hmm. But it's been about a day that I have sounded normal. Oh, man. I mean, I sounded like this for oh. a while. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty insane. So, yeah, that's why we're a little behind. Um, even after I felt better, yeah. I still didn't sound normal at all, like, mm-hmm. for the show. So, uh, yeah, that's what happened. It sucked. Mm-hmm. Anyway, pass that shit now and Yay. ready to get back into watching uh and reviewing enemy mine which <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> uh like the shittier version yeah. like, like the laziest version of enemy mine ever yeah it's like a sci-fi movie syfy sci-fi like sci-fi channel movie right. called right foe enemy mine <laughs> no no like uh oh. like foe like oh. <laughs> foe of mine yeah, or something. Yeah. <laughs> I had such a hard time with it, with this episode, because it's just fucking boring. Mm. Boring, boring, boring. I, like, I, I kept getting up and, like, doing shit around my house because there was just zero effort oh, wow. on the writer's part. Like, it was just nothing to it. I didn't think it was that boring. Uh, I did. Well, it was just so predictable. <laughs> yeah, and it was the second episode this season where the story is okay. So Trip gets stranded with a stranger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Except this time, instead of fucking the stranger, he's gonna <laughs> fight him and then become friends. Right. <laughs> oh, it's fun! It's fun to be friends with friends. Oh, it's I can easily imagine that, like, one of the writers was told to come up with a story. He watched Enemy Mine, fell asleep, woke up two hours late, and had to write the script in like an hour. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He was just like, "Fuck." <laughs> I mean, also, in Enemy Mine, Louis Gossett Jr. is pregnant, right? He gets pregnant eventually, yes. Okay, yes. so yeah. Trip has already been pregnant. Right. <laughs> was that this season or the last one? No, it was the first season. Was that, that was first season. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so they already took that premise, uh-huh. and then they already had uh, Florida Man get stranded somewhere with uh-huh. an alien, and they were just like, oh, I don't know, just... You know, it's it, whatever. Just just do yeah. enemy mine. It'll be fine. <laughs> we'll get Greg Henry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy will do anything. I mean, he's a fairly well-known actor. Like, he's recognizable. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, Gilmore fans might remember him as Mitchum Huntsberger. 
Mm-hmm. The uh, uh, Logan's dad, the evil newspaper magnate guy. <laughs> I mean, he's been in everything. He was in Firefly. He, mm-hmm. he plays a lot of cops and lawyers. Ba- and, yeah, bad guys. Yeah, play, yeah, yeah he's a lot usually of a bad guy. Mm-hmm. But an absolutely prolific actor. He's in a trillion oh, yeah. things. Yeah, he's good. I, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. I don't know why he said yes to this. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't yeah. know why, how someone who, okay, so I, I tell you what, I have his, uh, the Wikipedia actually, not the IMDB, mm-hmm. but the Wikipedia pulled up. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, where did it go? Oh, shit, I lost it. Hold on. No, no. Oh, oh my God, he was in Glee? Okay, anyway, mm. but that's before all this. So anyway, <laughs> he took this role. He said yes to this role between, uh, let's see, where, oh, I lost it there. Wait, where, where did it go? Holy shit, he was in Dollhouse? He was in Star Trek Insurrection, too. Yeah, he was in Insurrection. Mm-hmm. He also did a voice in a Star Trek video game, apparently. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I've still never been um, handed a Star Trek video game worth playing, but uh, mm. it was called Hidden yeah. Evil. I don't know. Uh, mm. Whatever. His agent somehow convinced him to take this role... Between a show called The Agency, where he played a senator, and an episode of Judging Amy. Yikes. Like, like in the middle of that, it was like, oh, also, go sit in the makeup chair for six hours, mm-hmm. learn an alien language, and do a whole lot of physical acting. It's a lot of physical acting, yeah. This was a challenging role. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's why he took it, because he's just like... I don't, I don't get to do anything like this usually. That's the only thing I can think. That's the only reason that you say yes. <laughs> or to he this. was just a he's just a huge Star Trek fan. You know, that would be cool as fuck. Yeah, I mean, doing three things for Star Trek. That's and and yet having a pretty good career otherwise. That's usually like he enjoys it, or he enjoys the people he's working with. You know what I mean? Oh, it's fun! It's fun to be friends with friends. Oh, it's <laughs> oh my god. So I googled, does Greg Henry like Star Trek? Uh-huh. And you know that Google predict thing? Uh-huh. Does Greg Henry like... And the first thing that came up was his wife. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that seems bad. Greg Henry, <laughs> you have weird stalkers out there, man. <laughs> you need to, Ooh. like... Be on your guard, buddy. Uh, yeah, no doubt. So does he like his wife? <laughs> I, oh, I could make you God. happy, Greg. <laughs> Fuck me running. Um. Okay. So anyway, we we open with Trip doing a log about he's how he's testing upgrades to the shuttle. He's flying around a gas giant because it has a crap load of moons and that helps him you know it's a way to test the i guess he's doing autopilot or something and it's very cool you know like having a gas giant with this many moons it's very you know realistic and and neato and he says that soon pilots won't be necessary because that's dumb it's a dumb thing to say no, I think it, it makes perfect sense because that's something I ask myself all the time. If there's one job you can automate on a starship, it's pilot. I guess. But I mean, it, what really, about in situations where, you know, it has to be a person? Like that episode of um, 
TNG where uh, booby trap. Is that the one where Picard uses the the meteor gravity mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. whatever? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That's true. I guess it can happen. I don't know. I think just nine times out of ten, you're fine with just going like computer set course blah blah <laughs> mark blah 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 engage. That's what most of the time they do. No, they never do that. There's always somebody at the helm. Yeah, but the, the reason you have somebody at the helm is ca- in case the autopilot fucks up or something happens that you have to take over. It's not like autopilot is is preemptively knowing what to do. Yeah, I guess just for the general set course and go. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> a chimpanzee and two trainees could run. So Ahab calls uh, and tells him that somebody is coming towards him. And while they're talking, the communications go fuzzy and then go out. Uh, But he gets the basic message that there's some ship coming at him. So Florida man gets in the driver's seat and it's just then that the ship is attacking. And it's kind of a boring looking shuttle. It's kind of just a shuttle with a camo paint job. Freedom shuttle. The other ship fucks up Tripp's ship. That's hard to say. And he goes down. <laughs> it starts to go down on one of the moons. Uh, and thank God it has an atmosphere. Gosh, that's lucky. Right. There's like a, a thousand of those moons. And, yeah. Oh, sweet. Landed yeah. on the one with the air. Yeah. Killer. That I happen to be able to breathe. The thing with the interference is pretty good because uh, mm-hmm. it sounds like a Zoom call <laughs> where everyone left the sound out. Oh, you, you know what I mean? Like that yeah, yeah, yeah. echoey thing. I love uh-huh. that. I was like, that's... That's realistic. Okay, like, that's that's contemporary. <laughs> I like that a lot. And right then is when we go to the theme. On this lonely road, trying to make it home, doing it by my lonesome, pissed off, full of song. I'm fighting for my soul. God, get at you, boy. You try to go far, fall back, I go hard. On this lonely road, trying to make it home, doing it by my lonesome, pissed off, come back in on the bridge and Hoshi gets two mm-hmm. count them motherfuckers two lines oh hell yeah nice and I, I I put in my notes I bet that's it I bet there aren't any more Hoshi lines and I don't uh-huh. think there are there's there's a couple more but nothing like that is about her as a character yeah it could have been anyone doing those lines because <laughs> it doesn't matter during this scene though there's uh these other sounds in the mix mm-hmm. that are very uh, original series. Mm-hmm. There's yes. some cool, like yeah. if you listen with headphones on, you're like, eh, or I guess really loud. Mm, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's some uh, TOS ambience and mm-hmm. communication sounds that are in there that's just kind of a fun little Easter egg thing. Yeah. If you're listening yeah. real close, it's kind of fun. Let me hear. Reed says that he saw weapons fire and then they just both disappeared. And all he can give them is like an approximate location. Um, and Paul says that there's selenium in the atmosphere and that's causing the interference that is making that's causing the whole problem. Um, there's 62 moons around this gas giant, which is kind of crazy. I thought that this was a nod to either Saturn or Jupiter or something like mm-hmm, that. I mm-hmm. thought, oh, like 60 moons. I think that's what saturn has or something so i looked Mm -hmm. it up real quick and no 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 no. yeah (laughs) there's 150 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, they've only named 82 of them, though. I guess the rest of them mm-hmm. are just like, you know, balls well, of Well, they're ice. so tiny. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they, the, the most of them are like asteroids, you know. Yeah, I mean, little, t- yeah, little, little teeny tiny asteroids that they haven't even named. Mm-hmm. They're, they've probably mm-hmm. run out of Greek gods and shit, and they're just like, I don't know, call it. I don't know. He starts looking around the room. <laughs> uh, Water he's, bottle. He's g- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Water bottle. Uh, Viagra. That kind of sounds. He, he sees his prescription. Viagra. Hey, that sounds like a Greek god. Metoprolol. Um, yeah. We yeah. shall name this one methyl, the next one predna, and then the one after that zone. <laughs> zone. <laughs> They prescribed me that shit for COVID, methylprednisone. Oh, really? Yeah. Weird. I don't so it's know a steroid. Why. Yeah, it's a it's steroid. It's a steroid. I don't know yeah. why. I don't know what it did. They gave me that, and then they gave me antibiotics, and I was like, for mm-hmm. a virus. Cool. We're mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. making shit up, aren't we? Yep. Okay, cool. Yeah. Thank God. What is this, the Dark Ages? There's more dialogue, but it doesn't really matter. The point has been made on that stupid scene. There's no emotional beats. You know, like, they really dragged out that scene, I it gotta is. say. Yeah, it's long. Uh, our girl Roxanne shooting for time on this one. Oh, seriously? Yeah, Roxanne Dawson uh, directed this episode. A generally, a pretty good director. Mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. she probably would just saw the script for this and was like, "This is enemy mine." What? Yeah. Fuck me. <laughs> well, she didn't say that because our our dear Lord in heaven would be very upset with her. Yes. Right. <laughs> you doubt me? So Trip lands, and again, there's. Luckily, an atmosphere, and boy, oh boy, is this a set! I mean, it's a setty set, set, set. Yep, uh, it looks like a set from TOS. Really, it's kind of fun in a way. After having seen it once, and this just kind of being like, ah, fuck, they just shot enemy <laughs> mine. <laughs> I kind of love the low effort on the set because it's really? just like, yeah, oh, it looks like TOS. You remember it does, that? It He's going to really fight a lizard like guy, like how uh, uh, Kirk fought the Kirk Gord. and the Gord, You yeah. dorks love this shit. <laughs> Quit complaining. Fuck you. <laughs> I just sat there and said, yeah, you know what, man? Fuck me, man. <laughs> Sounds like the Federation lost a step. Five. Florida man's like, oh, it's so cold, you know, and he doesn't put on any gear or anything or emergency cold gear. He doesn't, his breath condensation isn't visible. He just has to like act like it's cold. Yeah. And we know that he can because they pulled it off in that uh, shuttle pod one episode. So he continues to record this log pretty much this whole episode, just like, you know, giving us exposition. Um, and he does a little first aid on this like teeny tiny little scratch on his face it hurts like a bit his shuttle is slightly damaged main power's offline he's not going anywhere um and if you think about it hey wait a minute this this is one shuttle down like they can't go get that shuttle what do you mean they can't go get that shuttle well by the end of the episode the they don't have any way to retrieve the shuttle that crashed Oh, yeah. So they're down a shuttle. And they can't just replicate parts like they they can later on. So holy shit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Anyway. You mentioned his little tiny (laughs) bruise or cut or whatever. Uh, I also noticed in this scene, I don't usually notice this, but he had a ton of makeup on. Like I could see the stage makeup. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's just the lighting or whatever. I just happened to pay attention it, because you mentioned it before on another episode, yeah, but uh, I, I could see me, it in this one. To me, that's a bad uh, cinematographer. Mm. Like, if you can see people's stage makeup, that's not good. Yeah. You know? Either they had a bad makeup artist or a bad cinematographer or a bad lighting person. I don't know which, but but the fact that we can see it a lot means that like somebody they had on staff wasn't that great. You know what I'm saying? She should have just hired the cinematographer from Enemy Mine. <laughs> that would have been great. That would have been great. That would have been actually really good. It'd be cool if they, he gets the call and he's like, oh, great. So you've seen some other of my work. Yeah, yeah, we have. I'm looking at a script that apparently uh, you worked with before. So we figured, give me a call, pal. Why not? Um, yeah. So and and in the next scene, he's built a fire, and my first thought was, okay, there are plants that you cannot burn, mm-hmm. like as a human, and be around. Yeah. Like driftwood, you can't burn that. Oleander, you'll die. Also, he's in a desert. Yeah. How much plant shit is there? <laughs> and how did he build the fire? Like, yeah. Agreed. Well. Maybe he could have used his phaser. I don't know. I'm just saying this because he didn't have the phaser, though. Yeah, he did. When? Because he got uh, (laughs) fucked up later, and he had to use the other guys. They were all fighting over the other dude's phaser. Yeah. Why the hell didn't he have a phaser? My God. Don't they only have like five of them or something adorable (laughs) like that? Maybe that's what it is, yeah. (laughs) We get shot at every week, sir. We only have have five of these. We oh won't buy or get somehow acquire more weapons uh, when we <laughs> stop at other planets or anything. <laughs> we only get shot at everywhere we go. Your Reed impersonation keeps going farther and farther. It's now <laughs> like basically gets... David Thewlis as the shame wizard. Right. In... <laughs> if y'all have never seen Big Mouth or Human Resources, it's a character that David Thewlis does. And I've just realized that that's who I've actually been imitating this entire time, <laughs> is the shame wizard. A healthy dose of sweet self-loathing shine. Trip hears some noises, and he picks up some, I don't know, bar you know, it's like a heavy-looking tool. And he's immediately fired upon by Lizard Guy. And steal that dude steals his comm equipment. I love Lizard Guy so much. Mm-hmm. I love him. He's he's probably my favorite part of this whole thing. Yeah. It's Greg Henry. Uh, first credit, 1976. And he hasn't mm-hmm. stopped working for one second since. Not at all, yeah. All power to Greg Henry. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he's had lows and highs, but, like, he's always been working. It's crazy. Good for you, Greg Henry. Oh, my God, this episode would have been, like, ten times cooler and more interesting if the person who had been stranded would have been Reed or Milk Toast or Hoshi. I mean... Oh, yeah. Can you imagine Hoshi in this situation? They would have been able to talk. They, you know... She might have been able to actually show off some badass skills that she might have. Um, milk toast, milk toast. They could have totally developed him as a character. Oh yeah. But no, they put on fucking Trip, who does cool shit every week. What the fuck? Yeah, good point. Mm. 
Oh. It would have been so much cooler if it had been either Hoshi or Milk Toast. Hoshi, maybe not, but Milk Toast, definitely. I think Hoshi would be like more seriously worried about her safety. Because mm-hmm. she's not competent at anything other than right. languages. But then I guess that could have been interesting because yeah. what if L- Lizard Guy uh, is the engineer who can mm-hmm. fix the thing, but he right. has to use Hoshi's equipment so mm-hmm. then they have to communicate? Yeah, that could have been good, actually. Yeah, yeah that could have been good. And Milk Toast could have been like, could have been doing the same kind of thing that um, Trip does, but like he could have been like, I don't really know how to do this, but you know, and then they could have worked together more to fix the actual tech. I don't know. It just having it as Trip brought the interest level like way down. Because you figure, yeah, Trip's going to starfleet engineer his way out of this mm-hmm. it'll, mm-hmm. it'll be fine those famed starfleet engineers who can turn rocks into replicators you know his character already there's no surprises yeah and so it's like i said there's just nothing creative about this episode um but anyway so back on the ship a actually pretty cool looking alien ship comes into view as in and is threatened 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 you are on our lawn you kids get off our lawn we are strong (laughs) also i hate vulcans why'd (laughs) you bring a vulcan oh the vulcan oh and and the the species name is arconian wow arconian that's super creative that wasn't taken no it sounds like it's taken I, I agree. There's the Arconians. There's the Argonians. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just... Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> like, who fucking wrote this? It just really pisses me off. Who did write this? <sighs> Let's see. It's the same guy that wrote Minefield, which is actually a pretty good episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's good But episode. I think, I honestly, I think this is, like, we need one more episode, and he really, like fell asleep to enemy mine and was like oh i'll do that the mean mean alien arc uh (laughs) captain guy calls in and is like you know i'm a jerk and then archer (laughs) this is hilarious he attempts diplomacy because he's like his shitty way oh like literally through gritted teeth like he's just like yeah mother fucker you piece of fucking shit. Let's work together, you absolute <laughs> shit stack. If we combine our efforts, <laughs> maybe we can get something done. Mom said we have to share. <laughs> oh, my God. So the the captain of the Arconian ship... The um, he's actually been in three different episodes other than this one. Oh, cool. Do you remember the uh, the early Tuvok is a detective episode where Tom gets like the bad memory file and the dog solves the murder? Oh, yeah. <laughs> do you remember that one? I do. Yeah, he was he was in that one. He was the bad guy in that one. OK. Do you remember who mourns for Morn? Oh, yeah. What, what Where is... Morn plays dead and, like, all yeah. these bad guys, like, come to find him. Yeah. Um, do you remember the twin bad guys, the ones that were real soup, real stupid? Um, They talked real slow and weird. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He was one of those yeah. guys? He, he was the smart one of those guys. Okay. 
And I remember then, those guys vaguely. I don't, I don't yeah, know. they're really funny. And then he was an uncredited stunt performer in another episode of Enterprise. So he will throw himself over a railing or whatever. Absolutely. Evidently. Money. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. We are entirely listener supported and want to avoid corporate ads. So please sign up to support us at patreon.com slash Star Trek stuff. You can always leave a tip at paypal.me slash Star Trek stuff. And write a note if you have a small business or charity you'd like to promote with your donation. Thanks for your support. There's 10,000 moons and they're going to begrudgingly work together to rescue their two missing crewmen, whatever. The other guy I'm supposed to believe is a total jerk because he's like, Oh, if my guy found you, then your guy's dead, LOL. Which, yeah, I mean, it's a <laughs> dick thing, but like also to be like, Mom says we have to get along. Uh, guys, also oh, pretty dickish. Oh, he's so bad about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So back on the set, uh, Florida Man is creeping up on the Arconian, um, and he finds, like, accidentally finds, like, a laser alarm thing. Like a, uh, you know, like a museum um, laser alarm. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the Mission Impossible music starts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You sons of bitches. What's the job? He go- For some reason, he goes back to his shuttle and does a log about the situation he just witnessed. Like, we didn't see it or something. <laughs> Um, I just want to make sure there's a little exposition. Yeah. Yeah. He also says dawn is coming and it's warming up. And I'm like, oh, that's bad. The way he says it, it's a little out of character. There's something kind of dramatic about it. Right. The dawn is coming. The dawn is coming. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Soon the sun shall rise upon this land. You expecting a Tennessee Williams kind of, you know, like <laughs> talk about it, you know. The dawn, the, the sun breaks over the horizon, and you hear a harmonica, <laughs> some sort of like dark gothic thing going on here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Another day rises. <laughs> oh God! So and in I the next, I'm in my truck. Yep. Rock. There we go. I, I was standing there all straight. <laughs> rock. So I put he- it in the gear. <laughs> Those commercials were amazing. Uh-huh. I, think, I, I forgot if they were Ford or Chevy. Well, one of the stupid. Uh, uh, I think it was Chevy. Was it Chevy? I'm pretty sure, yeah. They would just show like slow motion, like a truck like going off road, and then the dude just singing his fucking soul out. They were so sentimental. It was like Faith of the Heart, like level, like, oh, I got my feelings about my truck. Uh huh. That hurt my <sighs> throat. <laughs> Fucking COVID. <laughs> That'll teach you. God damn it. Stop it. Oh, yeah. You're not going to be able to fucking talk. My cup holders in my shiver. I hear my coffee. We are strong. 
I must have been high as shit because like that scene where he uh, accidentally finds the laser thing because of the dust. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, my only note there is I love the fake dust. <laughs> Why would I have written that? <laughs> I love the I fake dust. I, I What's interesting know. about fake dust? <laughs> it's so weird. Maybe you were being sarcastic. Maybe so. I, I really yeah. do not remember. <laughs> <sighs> so Trip does a rather clever thing with a communicator where he's st- recorded a message on it and plays it as a diversion to get the alien dude away from his stolen equipment. So he runs into the the alien guy's you know camp and instead of picking up his shit and leaving he stays there and like starts trying to fix it (laughs) and i'm just like what the fuck is wrong with you it's Uh, either so incredibly stupid like just because of what it is on its face yeah yeah or he's that overconfident in his engineering <laughs> capabilities that he's like, I, I bet I can fix it before it gets back. Rocks into replicators. As the alien's coming back, he sets off his own alarm, like the, the laser alarm. And Trip r- tries to run. And there's like this brief struggle. And he tries to talk to the alien guy, but gets zapped. I do love the message thing because it starts out where he's like, hey, I know you can't understand me, but blah, 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 blah. It's, it's really important that you listen to me. Mary had a little lamp, and he just right. does Mary had a little lamp for a while. I yeah. love that he started recording a real fake message. He really could have mm-hmm, just turned it on mm-hmm. and just did Mary had a little lamp, blah, 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 uh, uh, go Jags. Right. Go fuck, go fuck yourself, <laughs> go blah, blah, blah. <laughs> That's all he ha- actually had to do. Oh, God. Water polo is so cool. Uh, <laughs> But it's good, and Greg Henry in this already, like, this is the first we see him do more instead of just running and zap. Mm -hmm. He's committing to this role. Very much so. And I think that it wouldn't have worked as well had he not, you know, Mm -hmm. that he, the physicality of it, Mm -hmm. the way he moves a little bit differently. Yeah, he really puts a lot into this. It sounds like he isn't just saying babble lines. Mm -hmm. He sounds Mm -hmm. like he's he really means what he's saying in you know alien noise language. And that's not easy to pull off. And his vocalizations, like he does like kind of noises and like purrs sort of and trill noises. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, he does a good job. It's not always good enough to do just what's asked of you. The captain guy has like a couple of teeth on the top that you can see and then one mm-hmm. on the bottom. I know. <laughs> it's like one tooth on the bottom, like one spiky tooth. Yeah, I, was a, I so remember that. I, I really like when, and it's rare that you see this in Star Trek, members of the same species, alien species, look a little different from each other. Agreed. Mm-hmm. I think That's DS9 nice. did this a little bit Mm-hmm. Eventually, with Cardassians, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then the Ferengi looked different from each other. So, but yeah, you're right. Most of the time, it's just like copy and paste. Yeah, you know, for yeah. everybody, and it's like, I mean, that's just not realistically true. You yeah. know. Yeah. See, I have the episode pulled up, and I'm kind of like looking at it as we're as we're talking because, mm-hmm. I mean, that was the original idea. Yeah. Which I don't know when we'll be able to do. I, I mean. When am I not contagious? I'm not really sure. I'm sure there is some guidance on there. 
Okay, so Out yeah, there. Greg Henry basically has a full set of teeth. Like it's a, it's clearly a prosthetic. Like a, he's having to mm-hmm, mm-hmm. put fake teeth in his mouth, so he's having to act around that, right. which is difficult. Right. But they look very different from uh, mm-hmm. from his captain, and I, I like that. Interesting. That's, that's I do too. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Alien dude wakes up Trip, like slaps him awake, and they they just bitch at each other. It's a long conversation, but it's totally unnecessary because it's it just amounts to the alien telling Trip to fix the ran- transceiver. And I, I'm not even, I, I don't want to dignify it for many more than that because it's just badly written. The risky thing about this scene and what I kind of like about it as I think about it now mm-hmm. is that taking your time with it with these two... Um, it establishes whether or not the chemistry on screen between them is going to work. Mm-hmm. If you yeah. don't buy these two on screen together, whether they're fighting or whether they're mm-hmm. going to be getting along or whatever, mm-hmm. these two, the chemistry has to work. Right. Kind right. of like him and his like baby mama alien. Like <laughs> if you put Trip in a room with an alien together, like uh-huh. which is a totally different type of chemistry, obviously. Yeah. But yeah. if you you have to establish that your least likely character, like your most human, most 20th century ass character, uh-huh. which is Florida man, um, if you can make this connection work. Mm hmm then the episode can go forward. I think right. that if, right. if these two aren't good together on screen, you just, mm-hmm. you, you just you, fuck it. You just turn mm-hmm. it off. Mm-hmm. You just give up on the episode. Right, right. Honestly, they have, and they develop a better chemistry than him and uh, the lady from Iron Chef or whatever. Definitely. <laughs> good Lord, their entire yeah. episode where they like Jesus. fall for each other or whatever. That one that one is that one was another one that I had a hard time like like I was embarrassed for them. So like I, I would find myself like going to the kitchen and like doing dishes and stuff. <laughs> like while I was like trying to watch the episode and I was just like, Ugh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. It was bad. Um so Back to Enterprise, uh, to Paul tells Ahab that they've searched five of the moons and the Arcon and and haven't found anything, and the Arconians haven't found anything either. Ahab wants to know what what's the bad blood between this species and the Vulcans, and she explains that Vulcans made contact with them like a hundred years ago, and they were not cooperative, where the humans actually were cooperative. And Ahab's like, I think I'll have better luck. And I'm like, dude, take a fucking Xanax, man. You are so angry and snappy. Like, chill out. Or take drink less coffee. Whatever's going on with you. A lot's been made of the friendship and connection and trust that's been built between Archer and T'Pol. Mm-hmm. And I keep thinking, well, they're basically trying to rebuild remake badly copy whatever kirk and spock exactly yeah kirk and spock and i kept thinking so if this was a kirk and spock situation kirk turns to spock at some point and goes like well mr spock what did the vulcans do like like just kind of in a jokingly way like 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 the way that you would write it now would be Mm -hmm. kirk turns to spock and goes what did you do to them (laughs) perfect (laughs) 
Like as soon as they get off the the, the FaceTime, they just turn mm-hmm. to her and goes, "What, what the hell did you, you do, do to them?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that would have brought character and and lightness and humor and frankly realism yeah to to this situation because that's part of my issue with the way Ahab behaves it's it's just not realistic because his character ends up being this incredibly tightly wound angry um just i don't know shithead yeah. you know yeah, he just brat. has no humor, no, he can't relax. He's always, you know, just angry and and defensive. And it's just not a Starfleet captain, <laughs> you he's, know? He's weirdly hostile to her in it, this scene. Always. I don't know what his motivation is for being weirdly hostile to her. Yeah, in this particular scene, yeah. yeah. You'd think he'd be kind of entertained by it. Yeah, you know, it's like, oh, really? Yeah. The 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 oh. Vulcans were condescending and, and yeah. awful people, were they? <laughs> no way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That? Right, right. <laughs> oh. But oh well, fuck that. Anyway, uh, <laughs> this the scene where <laughs> Trip is working on the thing and something breaks and he goes, "Damn it!" And then the alien goes, "Damn it!" Damn it! I <laughs> love this. It's one of my favorite <laughs> moments in the whole thing. Yeah. One, because it's such a tame curse word. Right. It's like you're on an alien planet and you're being held hostage at gunpoint by an alien and you're still saying, like, church-safe curse words. I love it. Right. Golly gosh, (laughs) darn it. Oh, fudge. (laughs) Holy mother-forking shirtballs. Back on the planet, the sun is coming up, Trip's trying to fix the communicators, it's not working very well. They introduce themselves, they get their names right, and his name is Zokon. And Trip says he's thirsty, and Trip, Zokon gives Trip his quote-unquote water. It's like it's it is just a canteen. Like they didn't make any right. efforts to make it no, different. No, no, you know. exactly. Yeah, so he, he tosses him a canteen. Yeah, when he drinks it and is disgusted by it, he throws it. <laughs> like he doesn't just go, "Ooh, that doesn't taste good." You know, he like throws it away from him <laughs> so that it's like draining out onto the sand. Who the fuck does that? <laughs> well, who Nobody the f- does this. Who the fuck just chugs whatever liquid... You know what? Actually, that's Florida <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> you're partying on the beach, and then someone just hands you a drink, and you're like, all yeah. right. Well, just, all right. It's this some insane good. color. <laughs> <laughs> you just go ahead and drink it. Uh-huh. It's called a Tampa bomb. Just chug it. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's got three drops of acid in it. Like, he didn't smell it or taste nothing like that. Or, like, is this going to (laughs) be safe to drink? He's just like, hell, yeah, throws it back. (laughs) And then he just Uh, flings it on the ground. That's what, that's the part that bothers me. He's like, what? Why would you do that? Nobody does that. Like, when you taste something gross, do you throw it across the room? (laughs) Like, I've tasted spoiled orange juice. I did not throw it across the room when I... You know, when I tasted it, it was terrible. Ew. It continues to get hotter. And as he's working on the ship, um, he cuts himself. Like, he's, like, pulling on, he's yanking on this, like, he's yanking on a chain. Um, He's yanking on this, you know, cord or whatever. And it, it snaps and he cuts himself. 
and Zokan like comes over and spits on the wound and it like heals it and closes it. It's uh, it's kind of amazing. It's not mentioned again and it has nothing to do with the plot. It's not like Lugi spit either. Like he has like squirt gun. Oh, it's it's totally um, the thing that Worf had in that episode where he devolved. Oh yeah. He's like it shoots a stream. It's like a stream yeah. of liquid. And I mean that would freak you the fuck out like Hell yeah. Especially after, like, oh, their water is poison. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> if I get their saliva on me, I'm like, oh, fuck, 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 fuck. Uh-huh. Which, you know, Florida Man does. <laughs> and then it, it, it heals him. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I feel like that should have come up. I feel yeah. like, um, well, we'll get to that later. But there's yeah. a scene at the end where Flock should have been made aware of this. I feel like Flock yeah. should have lost his goddamn mind. <laughs> Completely. If he found out that like <laughs> lizard spit can heal wounds, yeah, no shit. I mean, really. Yeah. <sighs> anyway. Anyway. Yeah. But so Florida man um, does some sneaky shit, man. It's mm-hmm. awesome. He does. He he gets the drop on him and grabs the gun and takes them back to the Enterprise shuttle. This is so boring, though. There's nothing interesting about this. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just really like, and then they go here, and then they fight, and then they do this, and then they fight, and then they go there. You know, I mean, it's just like, it's just boring. Don't you nerds love it when Starfleet dudes fight lizards in the desert? I could have sworn this was a exactly. huge hit in the 60s. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. You're still making <laughs> memes about it and shit. <laughs> oh, my God. So, back on the ship, they give us the time limitation. That is, you know, writers 101. You have to have some kind of tension, time limit, something. Um, they, the moon that they're on is probably going to get up to like 170 degrees. Fuck mm-hmm. that. They need to find their dudes. We do see something really cool, which is inside of T'Pol's viewer thingy bobber. I love that thing. I think it's a mm-hmm. really weird choice uh, what they use to show. Like I know, right? What it looks like? Like, that's yeah. weird. Like, why doesn't she just have a monitor? Yeah, it's like, I mean, the thing is there because Spock had one. So, like, I, <laughs> exactly. I get that it's yeah. there. It's cool. I, I, that's that's fine. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not mad about that. What mm-hmm. What is weird to me is that when you look in it, you see, like, a diagram someone drew. Right. <laughs> it looks like 1930s. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then uh, it looks like we're going to see Planet X here. If <laughs> we go by these orbital drawings here. And watch out, Captain Spaceman. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Yeah, it's a little odd, but uh, mm-hmm. fuck it, man. We get to see the inside of the little thingy, the little viewer thingy. Spock yeah. had one. Yay. <laughs> so that's cool. Uh, back on the planet, that alien really like just sat there and got tied up. That's yep. what I kept thinking. Just he's yep. just, he just sitting sat there, there. Mm-hmm. just like uh, all right then, mm-hmm. <laughs> just yep. get just getting tied up by some fucking redneck. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is my uh, life now. Uh huh. And Trip like eats a cookie, and because it's obviously a chocolate cookie, um, and offers it to the alien dude. And the problem is that neither the actor nor the character can eat it because the character can't eat it because it's human food. The actor can't eat it because he's got fake teeth in. 
<laughs> That's true. <laughs> the Ted Bundy case remains one of the most fascinating true crime stories ever told. Now the encyclopedia of the Ted Bundy murders is on Audible, and downloading it supports this show. The Encyclopedia of the Ted Bundy Murders by Kevin Sullivan. Available now on Audible. The environment where where they are. Okay. Obviously super fake. Yeah. Obviously totally a set. Very Um, much a set. But they did do another cool sound thing. I was was Mm -hmm. talking about the um, sound design on the bridge earlier. There's Mm -hmm. an ambient wind yeah kind of thing that mm-hmm. was usually missing in not just the 60s stuff which hey of course you know it's way mm-hmm. it's way sure. back when mm-hmm. uh but even in the 90s trek planets like you don't mm-hmm. get a lot of ambient sounds right right unless they were actually on location which you know or, or they had something to do with like the dot you know they had to do say, have wind because it was part of the plot you know? Right, right. It wasn't mm-hmm. that uh, ambient sort of thing that adds some texture to it, especially when you are definitely on a set mm-hmm. and clearly on a set. Some of yeah. that stuff, like, uh, oh, man, what was that one? Well, there's the episode of TNG with Armus, and then mm-hmm. also the episode of TNG with like the 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 drone bot thingies that were killing everybody right right yeah there's there's no effort in the sky no there's no. like if you look kind of up and past yeah. the characters it's just yeah. like blue it's just like blue yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like an unnatural weird blue uh-huh it doesn't feel real at all and yeah i mean back in the day the tvs were fuzzier okay but right it right looks exactly how it is <laughs> they made a, a good effort, I think, mm-hmm. overall to not pan up to see that shitty blue. Agreed. Or yeah. the, the shitty sky, I, I yeah. should say. You know, yeah, whatever. the so. only times they do show it, it's like a green screen around them. Like there's a there's a scene where they're up higher on like a mountain and they pan out and it's like, you know, there's like a green screened uh mountain around them and then you can kind of see the sky but that's but they do they do a good job of like keeping it uh keeping the camera angles low so that you don't see that yeah our girl knows what she's doing Mm -hmm. she can shoot a fight too oh yeah yeah honestly like some of the these these off and on fights that uh trip and the alien dude have Mm -hmm. are some of them pretty good i really love the sweep the leg move the sweep the leg move which is early earlier. It's oh not, yeah, it's not this yeah. scene. It's earlier, but it's awesome. It's just mm-hmm. straight out of like it is fighting game, like Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, or whatever. You just spin <laughs> around and stick your leg out, and the other person yeah. will totally just like whoa, yeah, <laughs> fly up in the air. That's yeah. how that works. <laughs> so Florida man explains to a dude that doesn't speak his language what he's gonna do with the communication equipment. He fixes it. And the system that Florida Man has cobbled together doesn't work because of the um, geography around them. Like the rocks, the igneous rocks, like blah, blah, blah. I mean, it doesn't work. Anyway, so he explains this to the audience and the alien dude. And he th- throws the gun away as like some kind of explanation about what he's going to he's going to try to cooperate with Zogan. So he unties Zogan, 
and he attacks Trip, and they have this unbelievable fight. Round three, fight! I love this fight so much. I do too. There's one part where they're both, they both have their hands on the gun, and Trip rolls around, and as he's rolling, it pops the gun out of the guy's hand. That spin move is slick. That is not covered in Starfleet Academy training. No. That's, that's yeah. something you learn on the mean streets of no, Gainesville, Florida. <laughs> oh. oh, my God, no. Let's call it the Tallahassee roll. Ah, yes. <laughs> that's a killer the move. The Tallahassee twist. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> so he does the Tallahassee twist, and he gets the gun back from him. <laughs> and Zocan like spits in his eyes. They do that thing where they fight for so long that they both get like tuckered out. You know, I love that. I love that. I don't <laughs> know great. if it's supposed to be funny, but it is kind it of is. funny. It's very funny. Yeah, that shit's hilarious. They just like beat each other up till they're just tired of beating each other up. <laughs> so Trip eventually wins, and this time he throws the gun like even farther. You know. And the very next scene is them climbing up, you know, the the mountain or whatever nearby with the equipment. Yep. And at this point, I remembered that the Orville ripped this off. Oh, man. What? Yeah, the Orville did this, except instead of it being like a stranger, it was his ex-girlfriend who was an alien. Oh, right. Right. But she was actually like a evil um undercover alien or whatever right it's the only time i've heard billy joel's uh was it always a woman and thought god damn man that's a good fucking song man it is <laughs> that's um it's a good song so back on the ship hoshi picks up a transmission from them but she can't get a lock on it and on on the moon it says trip says that it's been two hours since they s- sent out the signal um, and they're both getting, like, really bad shape. They're not doing well. Uh, not good. Trip is sweating like crazy, and I have a bit of a problem with this. Because... <laughs> that he's well, sweating? Yeah, because, I mean, if you look at the environment, it's not a humid environment. Okay. It, it's like, it's not, it, it, there's no humidity, so it should be more like an oven and not like a sauna. Mm, okay. You know what I mean? It should be drying up as soon as it, you know, comes to the surface of the skin. Yeah, but I feel like shirtless, sweaty trip is something that they're not going to, like, pass up on. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> they're going to grease him up a little bit. and Should have been milk toast, though. Yeah, that's true. He does look better with his shirt off. Beef. It's what's for dinner. They're at the the very predictable point where they're helping each other and they care if each other dies and it's just like yawn um (laughs) really like this is exactly what you knew was gonna happen it's also one-sided like it is uh we see trip caring about about um zokan Mm-hmm. And and waking him up like repeatedly, mm-hmm. which like mm-hmm. I don't know, he's assuming is good. I mean, right. <laughs> what if his species goes to sleep and lowers their internal body temperature? I don't right, know. exactly. Like, it could be like a defense mechanism. Yeah, yeah, but, it could be like yeah, something that helps him. Oh yeah, also that DS Nine episode. There's a DS Nine episode where Quark and Odo have to 
climb a mountain, which the way they shot it, they just walk in the woods. Oh, right. All they do right. is walk around in the woods. But like the way that they wrote it, it was like they were having to go up a mountain to do exactly this, to set up right. a transceiver. Uh-huh, uh-huh. A, a transmitter, whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then they yeah. could get off the, the, the planet. But they, honest to God, just like went in the fucking woods. Mm-hmm. At, and it was a, a very beautiful place. And they had to pretend <laughs> it was cold and mm-hmm. that they were at this high altitude. And it's, and right. It's just, they're good <laughs> actors. So yeah. it worked. But like the environment completely betrayed them. Yes, totally. <laughs> I guess mm-hmm. the two of them were just not going to go out to somewhere with altitude in the desert with all that makeup on. They just weren't right. going to do it, I guess. <laughs> so they were like, yeah, we'll just go walk around in the woods and we'll, we'll uh-huh. pretend you're on a mountain. It'll work. You'll be fine. It'll work. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, this is, looking at this, it's such a set they so could have done this outdoors and it would have been so much more interesting. Yeah. It would have been so much more believable and like, you know, uh, there would have been a feeling of danger, you know, because mm-hmm. you knew they were outside. As it is, it looks like we're watching a fucking play. Yeah. They're shooting you this know? in California. It's not that hard to get to something that looks like elevated rocks. Exactly. Well, the rock that, you know, the famous uh, Gorn versus Captain Kirk rock, you know, yeah, like, they hello, shot it there. they, they could have shot, shot it right exactly there. Exactly there. It's what, mm-hmm. Vasquez Rocks, isn't that it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that the same of the place? Yeah. They, they could so, have yeah. shot it there. And that would have been actually kind of a fun Easter egg. Absolutely. Because, you know, like we said, here, you nerds love when a, a, a blonde <laughs> starship guy uh, fights a, fights fights a, a lizard, lizard guy in the, in the yeah. desert with rocks and shit. You guys love that. Yeah. And it would have been yeah, kind I mean, of a fun, if it would have been obviously the same place, that yeah. would have been yeah. honestly like a fun Easter egg for fans. Right, right. Why not? I Go mean, do but it. Go but yeah, it. this this looks like you're watching a play. There's no uh, tension. There's no like, um, you know, are they going to be okay? It, it, it's just like, yeah, I'm watching a play, and they're on a set. You know, it's just bleh. Uh, not good. Finally, they get enough bars, and so yeah. they call <laughs> in, and they're like, okay, we're gonna. We're going to beam you out of there because that yeah. thing works now. If if you have a hallucination where you turn invisible, it's okay. <laughs> It'll only last a couple seconds. It's all in your brain. You'll be fine. Just face your fears or whatever. <laughs> right, right, um, right. In, in case that happens, Trip. and then he's like, no way. Don't beam me out unless you can beam out my new friend my here. My friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no one thinks, let's beam them down a umbrella and a bottle <laughs> or some of water. water. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no one thinks Or just of this. a portable air conditioner, you know, yeah. A fan, yeah. a little tiny fan with a battery in it that you can just hold up <laughs> like a tourist at fucking Disney World and Indeed. hold it in front of your fucking face, like not uh-huh. even that. Yep. <laughs> get him a get him a piece of paper so he can like use it to fan himself some. <laughs> or some fucking sunscreen. Yeah. <laughs> You know? SPF I mean, 100 geez. for this motherfucker. God damn. Anyway, 
So Phlox, in his only appearance in this episode, he's he's in a tiny scene in the end, but this is his main appearance, um, you know, turns around and is like, the alien will die if we transport him. It's not important why. He's a lizard dude. Just go with it. Yeah, that's true. He's a lizard guy. Mm-hmm. You'd think that this would be fine <laughs> uh, it's something to do with body temperature he you know whatever um when they told when they tell that to florida man he's like i'm not leaving unless zocan leaves with me perhaps today is a good day to die they're like okay we'll uh figure something else out and not think of sending you any supplies mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and when we come back this scene should suck mm-hmm uh, but I feel like Connor Trenier pulls it off. Oh, he totally does. I think this is one of, if not his best scene so far. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where he's just laying there and he's like, oh shit, I think I'm going to die. Even <laughs> though we've established, like Archer's like, okay, but if it gets to be a zillion degrees, I'm, I'm just, just going to beam, beam you out. out. Yeah, so yeah. He's not going to die. He's going to be okay, but he still starts giving a, oh, my life flashing before my eyes speech. (laughs) Right, right. And for some reason, he starts talking to himself about um, that he's going to, like, get busted down in rank. That doesn't, that part of the the little soliloquy doesn't really make much sense. Yeah, that didn't make sense. Um, That he thought he was going to die didn't make sense. But Mm -hmm. he basically does the Blade Runner speech. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen things you can't imagine. I, I can't yeah. remember the Blade Runner speech. I spent the night with a princess. Uh, I got pregnant. You know, <laughs> that's. Yeah. I mean, that part. Yeah, that part's good. Yeah, the whole. Th- I mean, the whole thing's good. It doesn't make sense um, that it's happening, but he he sells it. He. I think he's. Yeah. He's great in this. My only issue. Is that in the same frame where they're they've got you know Trip's face and and he's talking and everything? We see Zokan's boots, which are exactly like human boots, like they're like motorcycle <laughs> boots, and it's just like what? Yeah, they yeah. couldn't like put something over the boots to like even try to make it look like they're not biker boots. <laughs> It's just like uh, they did. It's got. I mean, they have a buckle. It always cracks me up when a show like this does such a great job on the makeup mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. the teeth and the whole like and all that effort. And I, yeah. I think that the alien design in this one, like in so many Enterprise episodes, is really good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and then they just go like, "Yeah, I don't know, put some boots on him." Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about it. It won't be in shot. He has human feet. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> they have motorcycles on this on his world. Anyway. <laughs> oh god. So the, you know, it's it's definitely the crisis moment. They are going to die within minutes. Um and he it, you know, trip like kind of like, you know, looks at the sun and puts a hand over his eye and he sees the ship that's come to rescue them. There's a scene in the ready room here mm-hmm. where Archer is talking to the captain, other guy, and T'Pol is there. Our girl fucked up the eye lines. Everyone is looking in the wrong direction. Or not the wrong direction, but the wrong place mm-hmm. when it's they're the only ones in the shot. Oh, yeah. It's wonky looking. It threw yeah. me off so much. Yeah. Yeah. 
Archer apparently has accidentally stumbled into a decent diplomacy situation. <laughs> right. Paul is just like, we fucked it up for like a hundred years. Uh, apparently being a dick and acting like you don't want to do this, eh, it totally worked. Evidently. Because now you guys are friends, even though, of course, we will never hear from this species again. <laughs> we'll never see and, them again. Yeah. Have, have not <sighs> heard from them before this. Right. So, right. okay. And for some reason, the other captain is like, I will punish my, you know, my Zocan or whatever if he fired on trip without provocation, which is like, what? Isn't that what you were supposed to do? Yeah. It sounds like that's what his orders were. Yeah. What it, what it, it doesn't yeah. doesn't really make sense. And Ahab's like, no, it's cool. Don't worry about it. Everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? In the last scene, a uh, Florida man comes into Flox Bay, and now they can talk because the universal translator is working. Um, and all he, all Zocan wants was that stuff that he was drinking, which is like, wow, really? That's how you end this episode? Is because that guy wants some more of the stuff he was drinking. The only thing, the other thing he says is that he's glad he didn't kill Trip. Yeah. Um, that could, that scene could have been so much better. Yeah. It is so dull and like, really? Come on. You could have ad libbed something better than that. It wouldn't have worked had it been like emotional and sappy no 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 um, that wouldn't have worked but, it, but like something like they could have made a joke and like laughed about something or like haha remember that i get what you were saying you know or i mean something the first time i saw it i was like i can't believe that this is the last scene of this what the fuck is <laughs> <Yeah>. this <laughs> exactly the second time i kept thinking like well maybe maybe this is fine <laughs> and now as you describe it again i'm like no nah, no that's stupid. fucking stupid it's, that was just low awful. effort it was yeah, just a low exactly. effort i don't know exactly here. the the whole episode is just just screams lazy pretty much pretty much mm-hmm. pretty much pretty much mm-hmm. the uh, the it was well directed as as far as most of the shots there was a couple weird things but most of the you know shots were good and the fight scenes were really good Otherwise, it's fucking terrible episode. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, great, uh, great um, makeup and character design. Yeah. So that's yeah. cool. That was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think what other good things. Um, props wise, the shit that they had that they were trying to fix, and that you know where he's like pulling wires out and he pulls wires oh, right. out and squirts mm-hmm. them with oil the equipment. or whatever. Yeah. yeah, all the equipment, that stuff seemed... That looked pretty cool. Yeah, pretty yeah. convincing, you know. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I guess it's kind of one of, just one of those Enterprise episodes mm-hmm. where it's like, you know, y- you got all the trimmings right and there mm-hmm. just wasn't anything... There was no meaty meat. at the core. Yeah, exactly. Like it wasn't even it wasn't even an episode that had any kind of like moral lesson or some kind of character realization. Like none of that. Like at well, least I, I, at I don't le- know about that. Well, oh, really, what happened was two people who were at odds mm-hmm. um, from coming from different cultures, different understandings, uh, made the effort to communicate and 
found common ground. And I think that that's pretty Star Trek. Oh, yeah. No, it, it definitely tracks. But I'm talking about like, I'm talking about like, uh, like the episode with Hoshi and the slug. You know, like okay. at the beginning of the episode, there was a character flaw. She recognized something about herself that wasn't good. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the episode, she had a realization. You know, it didn't it what what went happened didn't really have anything to do with it. You know, it wasn't like a one to one kind of thing, but there was an emotional and character development. This there wasn't really any character development like not not for our humans, which is uh-uh. disappointing. I yeah. feel like maybe you could stretch and say that that happened to Zokar. Yeah, right. But I mean, all all he says is, I'm glad I didn't kill you. Kill you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which maybe that's as much emotional range as that as he has. species has. Yeah. I, I, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Um. So, I feel like that's kind of there, but not in like a a satisfying way for a no. character that we care about that we exactly want exactly. to get to know. Yeah. Again, it could have been so much better if it had been Milk Toast or Hoshi. Yeah, I think I think the low effort part of the story mm-hmm. is disappointing um especially uh not just because okay we, we've been talking about how this is basically enemy mine mm-hmm. but also the ds9 episode mm-hmm. with quark and odo doing this exact same thing we have mm-hmm. to get climbing up, to up this a mountain altitude or whatever yeah. yeah granted those are characters that we'd seen spar for years at that point they have both had many layers to their character i mean it's something kind of similar in that Mm -hmm. they're laying in the hospital the medical bay whatever Mm -hmm. sick bay Mm -hmm. beds next to each other and the one the one's like you're still an asshole the other one's like yeah fuck you and then they just kind of (laughs) laugh and it's so good it's so satisfying right so it's like Mm -hmm. within very recent memory not like an early tng episode Mm -hmm. but within Mm -hmm. very very recent memory of this enterprise episode they Mm -hmm. did it better on ds9 yeah and that's the thing that i find like the most like really about this episode Mm mm-hmm so yeah. you just did this. Your yeah. franchise just did this and just mm-hmm. did it better. Mm-hmm. You didn't learn I, anything from that episode, even if you're going to rip it off, like rip it off well. <laughs> yeah, right, right. I'm telling you, I'm 100%, I bet this was a last minute script. Yeah. Like they had to get one more episode and they had to do it really fast and there was no money for it because they were on the set yeah. and... They just were like, fuck it, you know, and did this. Everybody's been complaining about the um, lack of episodic storytelling mm-hmm. in uh, current uh, Star Trek. But if you're strictly if you're strictly just doing the episodic stuff, mm-hmm. you end mm-hmm. up with a lot more episodes exactly. like this. Yes, 100%. Yep. Where nobody's you've got really 26... learned anything, no one's really grown, what? and it's exactly. just fully yeah. contained in and of yeah. itself. Plus the fact that, you know, there's 26 to sometimes 28 episodes in a season. Like, there's so much you got to do, you know, and, yeah. and they've narrowed that down quite a bit lately. You know, with most shows now, it's like maybe 12 episodes, mm-hmm. which is fine. I don't mind. I don't mind. Yeah. So it tracks. Creating this show isn't easy or cheap, so please sign up at patreon.com slash Star Trek stuff. You can leave a quick five-star review on iTunes. 
Send the show link to a Trekkie you know today. Thank you for all your support. Do you have a uh, non-Trek recommendation? Yes. Uh, it is a YouTube channel. Mm. Uh, it's called Positive Couple. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's a channel out of Russia, and they've been around for a while. And it's this couple, and all it is is really weird builds. They make, like, tables and chairs and desks and things like that. Uh-huh. But their style is so fucking weird. Interesting. Just What's it re- called? Positive builds? No, positive couple. Co- positive couple. Okay. And the guy in the couple, it's a, it's a man and a woman, he does uh, most of the actual build stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, she does all the music. There's original music for each one of them. Mm-hmm. And she talks about it afterwards and stuff like that. And um, she'll go to these places where they find or manufacture weird components that they integrate into these builds. Mm-hmm. There's pretty much no dialogue. Sometimes they stop and like talk to people um, mm-hmm. that uh, maybe like run the factory where they got these bizarre metal balls that they Mm -hmm. put a bunch of them inside of a desk or something you know whatever yeah yeah Uh, but for the most part there's no talking in it or anything like that oh they do a lot of like with epoxy and yeah and stuff like oh lots of resins and epoxies and yeah sanding things with weird things and it just looks so fucking weird neat and it's it's mesmerizing absolutely (laughs) mesmerizing yeah yeah there's one i watched that's like um he restores uh like really old things like old lighters and things like that and it's it's absolutely mesmerizing like that yeah yeah very cool well Mm -hmm. so and i know some people are you know real anti you know any anything Russia right now, whatever. Right. Look, sure. these people didn't fucking invade it. You know anyone <laughs> exactly. like all right, they're just like yeah. some couple somewhere, yeah, uh, somewhere in Russia, and they make mm-hmm. weird shit, and yeah. they didn't invade anybody. So they're like, not in the army. Yeah, they probably have no. I mean, well, and the thing about it is, we know very well that it's not like voting give counts in russia yeah i mean come on you know this is an (laughs) autocratic dictatorship so you know it's not really their fault yeah give the regular russian people a break that's why i can't stand the sanction kind of stuff like ever Mm -hmm. because it just Mm -hmm. hurts regular people never hurts like the rich and powerful it only hurts like regular people and it makes them suffer and that fucking sucks Mm -hmm. so anyway uh yeah positive couple Cool. On YouTube, really odd, like entrancing kind of videos. Creations. Because it yeah. just starts and you're like, what the hell is this? <laughs> and as it comes together, you're like, oh my God, I think it's a table. And, right. then, and, then, the, and then you're right, it's a table, but the table gets weirder and weirder. <laughs> so nice. worth checking out. Positive couple. Cool. What about you? What is your non-Trek recommendation? I'm just going to go with Moon Knight. Okay. Okay. On on uh, Disney Plus uh, Marvel, it is, it was very surprisingly good. It was a lot more multi layered than I thought it was going to be, and I was pretty impressed with a lot of it. So yeah, yeah, Moon Knight. Yeah, Oscar Isaac is amazing. He uh, he was incredible in this. That guy has never sucked in anything, and he does not suck in this. Yeah. And yeah, it was really good. <clears throat> 
This was the first time I'd seen, um, I believe her name is May Kamagway. Mm-hmm. She is excellent. She is amazing. I would love to see her in more stuff. I yeah. still haven't seen the last episode of Moon Knight. Oh, um, it's good. So far, my criticism is that there is very little Moon Knight. Right. Um, <laughs> but Oscar Isaac's so good. You're just like, yeah. Ah, yeah. keep doing this weird shit, man. This is yeah. fun. So no, it's it's. I'm yeah, not mad about it, but like right. I kind of wanted to see Moon Knight in a show called Moon Knight, <laughs> and he's not in it, and so watch the last episode. It's it's pretty impressive. All right. Um, cool. What yeah, about a and fucking Ethan Hawke? Oh man! When he first came on screen, I laughed. I was like, "No, I know. fucking Fuck, way, fucking dude!" Ethan Hawke, really? Yeah, well, he no, keeps but going. he was he it's was like, very good. Yeah, totally convincing. He's mm-hmm. great. Yeah, good, good, good recommendation. That's that's yeah. a, that's a yeah. good call. What about a band name? A B C D. A B B A. Oh, A B B A. That's ABBA. Again, we can't be Elvish. Why? Green. Don't say day. Lantern. That's even worse. This is so stupid. This is the worst <laughs> band name I've ever thought of. Mine is probably too. <laughs> uh, in, inspired by Zokan's uh, ability to heal people with spit. Uh uh-huh. Lizard Loogie. <laughs> it sounds like a kid band. That sounds yeah yeah like or, a fun kizzard band kid oh my god fun kid <laughs> band kizzard band oh, kizzard <laughs> actually kizzard is a better band name than <laughs> lizard loogie kizzard lizard uh, loogie sounds like the name of a band that Doug from Nickelodeon would start yes we're lizard loogie <laughs> lizard loogie that's my god-awful band name that i came up with what about you <laughs> did you have a band name mine my god-awful band name is captain lizard captain lizard all right maybe ooh, maybe like a, a captain beefheart cover band captain lizard. lizard i don't know lizard captain yeah captain lizard sounds like a cereal yes it does <laughs> <laughs> And you can eat it hot or cold, because it's cold blooded. <laughs> Instead of milk, it's whatever that gloop shit that Zokan <laughs> drinks. Yeah, brown liquid. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking at the uh, episode list, and I think I remember the next one. Yeah. But it's a it's a the good thing is that it's a flocks heavy episode. It is. It is. That's co- that's kind of the B plot. Okay. All I remember there is, is the, the B plot. Yeah. It, it yeah. also uh, heavily features Trip. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that like uh, Trip just tested well in the first season or yeah. something, and they were just like, all right. Now yeah. stick him on um, trip heavy episodes every yeah, single one. Boom, yeah. Boom. Boom. Just more and more yeah. trip. <sighs> Yep. So, all right. Yeah. So, okay. So that's the B plot. Actually, that mm-hmm, makes sense. Mm-hmm. I, 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 there's there's a, a a plot, but I can't remember. You know, it's, there's a lot of Trek episodes that are like that, though. Where it's yes. like, I remember yeah, the B I, plot more yeah. than I remember the A plot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, totally. Oh, that's the one where Data comes up with a poem about Spot. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> and the rest of it has don't care about any of it. <laughs> Right. I think uh, I think the one where Data learns how to do comedy, there's some like big important thing going on and no one gives a shit. Everyone's just like right. they got Joe Piscopo? Well <laughs> I know. What is this? <laughs> Fuck 
fucking Joe Piscopo. <laughs> He's doing Jerry Lewis. <laughs> oh, God. That was so bad. So bad. <sighs> All right. Anyway. Well, that's, that's it. That's for us. This, that was this episode. That's all, folks. Music by Maximum Busy Muscle. Check out MaximumBusyMuscle.BandCamp.com. Huge thank yous to everyone. There's been a slight uptick in the audiobook Yay! Um, revenue stream. So that is a big, big help. Awesome. Make sure you check out the Encyclopedia of the Ted Bundy Murders. Mm-hmm. Or, and I do really recommend this, the Holocaust Saviors on Audible. Mm-hmm. Uh, Holocaust Saviors is something I'm super, super proud of. Uh, it's an excellent audiobook. I produced it, I, which means it's me reading it on the thing when you <laughs> download it. Yeah. And uh, listening to that supports the show. Uh, we have a Facebook group, Star Trek Stuff Podcast. Uh, we're on Instagram, Star Trek Stuff Podcast. I love to share funny memes. Send them to me. Yeah, we make them, we share them. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit, that one I made today kind of, it didn't blow up, blow up, but it, it's got some attention on... On the bigger Star Trek group, I need to put it on ours. Yeah, uh, put it on ours I first. I forgot about that. <laughs> I forgot about that. It's Kirk from It's Kirk from uh, episode five going, uh, excuse me, I- I'd like to ask a question. Oh, yeah. Why does God need to regulate a uterus? Something like yeah. that. Anyway. Um, uh, but the biggest thing, the biggest thing that you can do to help us out is, A, leave a review. That's mm-hmm. free. So yeah. leave those five-star reviews on iTunes. Yes, but please. Two, patreon.com slash star trek stuff yes we have three tiers you can support the show for as little as one dollar a month we have no ads we are not part mm-hmm. of any big podcast network we are 100 percent diy out of yes. our own pockets yes uh we will never subject you to ads please support the show that is patreon.com forward slash well, why say forward? There's no reason. Anyway, yeah, sorry. it's just Patreon. slash. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Star Trek stuff. Huge, yeah. huge help for as little as a dollar a month. You can help out the show. It's a dollar. <laughs> and uh, I guess that's about it. That's it. Live long and prosper. Peace and long life. I've been over that though in Star Trek Future. I'm not joining Starfleet. They wouldn't take me. Mm-hmm. But they also, wouldn't take I wouldn't my join. ass either. <laughs> yeah, no, they wouldn't want me. I'd be like, "Fuck all y'all. I'm going home. We're <laughs> sorry, somewhat safe. We, we need the <coughs> sorry. We need the best and brightest of humanity, and um, <laughs> we don't really need podcasters slash musicians. <laughs> but, sorry. Uh, at least I'd have a job. They need administrators. Yeah, because you can't true. tell me there's not a lot of paperwork that goes on. Yeah, I mean a giant uh, bureaucracy mm-hmm. like the Federation is going to have administrators. Mm-hmm. I mean, my job's pretty administrative too, but lo- mm-hmm. but a lot of it is billing and like when there's no money in the future. Uh, <laughs> so I guess that's out. Well, yeah. Hopefully, people want uh, bass guitars because I can make those. Yes. So I'll just make. Bases? I don't That's know. A, that can be that. I'm sure there's a lot of alien races that would love a base. <coughs>
Yeah, I mean, most of them have, you know, hands like ours, pretty much. <laughs> anyway. Well, remember the beef fucking commercials? Like, like beef was some kind of, like, magical elixir that, like, oh, yeah. would turn you into a god? Like, the, dude, come the, on. It's what's for dinner? It's, it's meat. Yeah. Yeah, well, see, that they would just, like... They would show ranchers and cattle and stuff, right? And, and and you'd hear that whatever that song is, whatever that fucking song is. And oh, then, but it was and totally like, magical stuff. Though. Eat some beef. Eat some, yeah. We gonna eat you some beef. But yeah. like these Chevy commercials were just like they were so sentimental. Oh, that was. Oh, it was like Faith of the yeah. Heart, like level like mm-hmm. oh i got my feelings about my <laughs> truck uh-huh.